Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now I'm standing in an alley behind the Club 333 in East Vancouver. I have one of the members of a punk band from San Francisco called Creative Adult with me. My name is Michael Bingham and I play guitar. You guys are actually a band of six guys. When I came and found you at the tour van, yeah. I heard snoring coming from the van. Yeah, it was a lo- it was a long night in Seattle. Well, good times going on, so we're catching up on the rest before the gig tonight. So you were explaining to me a bit before I hit record that you are the one who's the peppiest and most businesslike because you did not go hard last night. That's true. That's true. I went I went to sleep at my sister's house. She's out of town, so she let us uh, she gave us the key, and I knew that I was going to want some rest today. So I went and I uh, I took advantage of it. And today I feel less shitty than I would have, than some of the other members do right now. Do you guys negotiate who gets to go hard and who doesn't each night? Unfortunately, we do not. So sometimes we all go hard and it's brutal. So I think that we should play a track by Creative Adult. I'm going to play Charged off your new record, Fear of Life. So I would love you to pretend that someone has never heard of your band before and you're preparing them to hear this song. All right. Spark that joint. Chill out. Sit back in your lounge and just cool out. This is a real mellow jam with a hot solo at the end. So let it take you to the end.
This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Charged Off the Record Fear of Life by a band called Creative Adult. I'm talking with Michael from the band. I would love you to tell me the story behind this song. You know, this song, I actually had an, uh, a disagreement with someone the other night about this song. So I think that this song was written in the studio, but our bass player and our drummer think that they had this written before we went into the studio. But I, I don't recall ever practicing it or playing it before we went in. And I think that the guitar parts just happened naturally while we were just there, like, hanging out, kicking it. And there's a big ripping solo in the end that I ripped on the wall pretty hard for. And that was a good time. All right. Creative Adult, this latest record, Fear of Life. In your press kit bio, it says that this record is the sound of a band trying desperately to write their way out of a bleak existence and struggling to change not only musically, but also on a human level. Most people who aren't in bands and people who are in bands will turn to music as a way of getting them through a tough time in life. I'd love you to tell me about a record that will always be special to you. Oh man, I gotta think about this for a second. A record that will always be special and got me through hard times. While you're thinking, take a drag of your cigarette and... A sip of your beer. Ooh. You know what? We're in, uh, we're, we're about a block away from East Hastings right now. And I would say Godspeed, you Black Emperor, uh, F sharp, A sharp, Infinity was a record I listened to at a really, really dark, fucked up period of my life. And it was the soundtrack to a lot of crazy walks I took down these train tracks in my neighborhood when I was dealing with some real personal shit. And that was... That was a record that really guided me and like gave me some atmosphere while I was figuring some stuff out about myself. And you worked with one of the members of the band to record your first full-length record. We did, we did. Ephraim, Mr. 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 Manuk. What's up, Ephraim? You started talking about working with Ephraim from Godspeed to Black Emperor on your first record, Psychic Mess. And so I wanted you to pick one of the tracks off that record for me to play in the background. Uh, let's let's play um, let's play Control My Eyes. That's a good one. That's the opening track. You know, it's crazy when you meet such a strong person who knows who they are so deeply. There's no like question about who they are. They're not trying to, he wasn't trying to like be anyone else or be like accommodating on a social level. He, that's what, not what our business was together. It was not a social interaction. It was a, he was recording our band. He was making a record with us. It was crazy because my first instinct when I meet people is to become friends with them. And then, and then proceed down whatever business route I want to go on, like with music and shit. But like, 
with Ephraim, it was like, he was like, yo, like, I'm not here to fucking be your friend. I'm here to, like, make a record with you right now. And so that was kind of strange because my first instinct is to be homies. And then once you're homies, you go the other route. But uh, so that was kind of crazy. And he's so smart and he's so driven. And it's crazy to deal with people who are, like, so sharp. It was a very interesting experience. We got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but we were talking about Fear of Life and how it was a record that got you through trying times. Everyone has listened to records to get them through a tough time. I'd love you to talk about writing a record to get you through a tough time. Writing Fear of Life in particular was a really interesting experience for me. I was going through a lot of crazy changes at at this point in my life. I was getting married to my wife now. We've been together on and off for 13 years. And Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You make something and it's a starting point and an ending point and in in that time frame it's like a it's like a marker there's a marker and what you go through during that time it's like a recorded document of what's happening in your life so during fear of life like i was losing my mind i really i started seeing a therapist i started i was just dealing with all these really gnarly personal issues that i've had kind of ignored since i was a child so making this record is a crazy document of it. Like I will look at this record for the rest of my life and think about what was happening to me, but it's super important. I think because now when I'm older, you know, when I'm 50, if I live to be that age, I'll get to listen to it and think, wow, that was fucked up. So if you had to compare and contrast, because as a music fan, I can think about, okay, that record got me through some weird shit. You're a music fan too, but you have the added experience. So compare and contrast listening to a record to get you through stuff and making a record to get you through stuff. Yeah, totally. It's different. Like, music is so characteristic of, of its environment. So, like, you listen to something and it provides a soundtrack to your walk. And it's, and it's dark out and the clouds are covering the sun. And it makes you feel a certain way and, and, it, and it validates your perspective. When you're making something, you have to create that. And so you're constantly thinking, like, is this, is this real? Is this honest? Is this who I am? And questioning yourself like that is really crazy. So it's like a, it's, it's harder. There's a, there's a question because you're creating it. So when you're listening there's nothing to question because it's been created and then you just feel. But when you're creating, you create and it feels good, but you wonder, is this going to make someone else feel what I hope that I'm feeling right now? Nice. Thanks for answering that. Ooh, in the background, someone's starting up a truck. There it goes. All right. So we were talking about this record and how it was about a band struggling to change not only musically, but also on a human level, I would love you to talk about the struggle to change musically. Well, that's natural. The struggle to change musically should be natural. It shouldn't be contrived, and it should be natural. You should, you should feel... I just want to hear. No, yeah, no, it's good. Um, you should... Hi, new friend. Hi, my name is Brennan. I'm from Vancouver. Tell them what band you play in. I play in the band Crumb. It's a hardcore band right now from Vancouver. Yeah, we're playing together tonight. Oh, by the way, uh, in two years from today, I can't cut my hair for two years. I just made a $1,500 bet starting today that I'm not allowed to cut is my hair for two years. Is that why this is here? Uh, no, this is like a, a podcast. 
This is a podcast called The Interview Show. Is this an interview right now? Yeah. Yes. Can you give me some questions and then I'll answer them? Tell me something about this band, Creative Adult, that I don't know. The band, Creative Adult, uh, something that I just found out because I met this beautiful person here today, was that um, uh, he also practices... What's your name? Michael. Michael also practices mindfulness... And that's something that we've both had to learn how to do because of our own issues. Okay, now ask a question about Vancouver or something. Hold on, hold on. What is mindfulness? Mindfulness is a uh, is a, a a belief system that is centered around thinking about what you're doing in the present and not focusing on the negative aspects of your life, but just thinking about what you're doing right now and the very objective viewpoint of it to help you get over the negative aspects of your life that you project onto it because really life is just life and all the negativity is projected onto it. Beautiful. Hold on, before you go, now Mike ha- Michael has to say something about Crumb. It's the homies. Crumb is the homies. Wait, ask a question about Vancouver because I love this place. You have to come up with it on the spot though. It has to be unique. It'll be a good one. Where should he go to see something interesting in Vancouver tonight after the show? Um, we have plenty of venues that are always hosting events. Redgate is a beautiful uh, run space just a couple blocks from here, right over there uh, on Hastings Street, which is our main street. We're on a podcast so people can't see where you're pointing. Okay. What's well, very close to the venue we are currently at. We have uh, shows happening constantly in the city. We tr- strive to have as unique a bill as possible all the time, blah, blah, blah. Could I see Crumb play there? Crumb has played at Redgate, will play at Redgate again, and always has a good time because the people that run Redgate and the people that make Redgate happen by supporting it are the best people on the planet. That was Brennan from Crumb. I'm Yoused. See ya. Cool. There we go. It's the homies right there. So we were talking about the struggle to grow musically. Right. So the, the struggle to grow musically should be organic. Um, it should it should not be contrived, and it's hard not to be contrived. It's hard to find the differentiation between being contrived and naturally taking something where you think it's interesting to go. And that record, this record in particular, the one that we just made, was kind of like that. It was like, yo, what should it be like? What should it sound like? What are we listening to right now? What's inspiring us? And you got to just do what feels right. Like, this record is a little bigger. It's a little thicker. It's a little crazier. It's a little more textural. And and we naturally just took it there. I really wanted to make a guitar rock record. That was something I've never done before, where I really took the head on all the guitars and was kind of crazier with it. So I think this record happened organically, sort of. You know, sometimes, sometimes you know, there are tension and stuff. But oh, we're gonna get to that. We'll get to, we'll get to the tension. But before we talk about that, let's play a track. I'm gonna play "Moving Window," of course, off the record "Fear of Life." How would you like to introduce that? for the listeners. Give them a sentence about this song before they hear it. Cities you will never visit.
back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Moving Window off the record Fear of Life. That's by a band called Creative Adult. I've got Michael here from the band with me. I would love you to tell me more about this track. Uh, Moving Window. This song used to sound completely different um, before we went into the studio. Went into the studio, started messing around on guitars, and uh, the lead riff kind of came out as we were dinking around. And our other guitar player who was there, he wasn't recording that day, he said, hold on, stop, what you're playing should actually be the main riff for the song. So it went from something that was completely different to the track it is now with the the main lick on it. A lot has been written about Fear of Life and the band strife that was happening while you guys were recording the record. So I'll let you tell the story. Well, it's a, it's a long story. I mean, the, the record took like seven or eight months to make, so there's a lot I could talk about. I don't want to go off too hard. So then I will focus it and say I read one quote where you guys said you weren't talking during periods of recording music. Yeah, totally. Um, There was a point during this record where people's ideals, where my ideals of what I wanted the record to be were being imposed on Scott, our singer. It really fucked up our relationship pretty badly for like, you know, six or like three or four months. It kind of made things awkward. Scott's one of my best friends. It made it strange. I wanted him to do one thing. He wanted to do the other. We were figuring it out. Came to a... Came to a... Came to a an agreement on what we thought it was going to be. He, he went to a different studio, recorded the vocals without me there, uh, knocked it out of the park, did a great job. But it was kind of awkward at times. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's, shit gets awkward. I don't know, and I have no ability to imagine what it would be like to be recording, working together, making a record where you're not even talking to each other. Yeah, it totally was a huge bummer for a little while. But, you know, like, you have to let people do their own thing. And that's one thing I learned, like, during this is that you can't impose your standards on other people. And that's where the, the big divide came with us. I, I started to impose what I thought Scott should be doing on him. And it made it really awkward. But, you know, it, that happens. It's a learning experience. When you're growing and you're learning things about yourself and you're, you're trying to make something together, things don't happen as perfectly as you want them to. And sometimes it gets bumpy, but like if if your aim is true and you're a kind, honest, real person, you're just trying to make something good, it gets worked out. Let's listen to another track. I'm going to play Heal from the record Fear of Life. I'd love you to talk about Heal with respect to band strife. you got to be respectful to each other and you have to be loving to each other and you have to be understanding of each other. Easier said than done? Yeah. It comes with time, I suppose.
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the song Heal from the record Fear of Life by a band called Creative Adult. I'm standing here in an alleyway talking with Michael from the band. We were talking a little bit about band strife. I don't want to beat this to death, but I do want to know bands are such delicate flowers. They're delicate things, really. So if you're in a band, you're going through these kind of troubles, because I'm sure many bands do. What's one thing you would say to those bands to help them through? I would say you have to stay committed because at any point when you're making something with the homies, there are times when you think this would be so much better if this person would just do the thing that I would hope they would do. But that's not going to happen because people are people and they are who they are. And what you have to understand is that if you want something to last a long time and be committed or and, 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 and stand the test of time, you have to just understand that you need to be there regardless. It's like a marriage. So stay married to the people in your band. Don't give up. Don't think about leaving. Just understand that you're committed to something that's going to be hanging around for a long time. So now that you guys are through the difficult times, is it like a married couple where you guys can laugh about it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's like my best friend. You know, like you go through things with your best friend. You Sometimes you hate your best friend. It was tough for a little while, but... The, it boils down to the fact that we love each other and we respect each other. It was just a little bit of an error in communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be able to to connect with, with your friends because you can only make art with people you respect and love. And so if you're not making art with people you respect and love, then, then you're making art with dictators, and that's corny. You have to be able to really connect with your people, you know? You have to really respect what they're doing. It's all about respect, and, and I think that just during a short period of time during the making of this record, we lost respect, lost a line of communication. What do you think a creative adult record would be like if you guys are completely at peace and harmony with each other? You know, I'm not sure I could answer that question. I don't know. It's going to have to be... It's going to have to... I'll ha- we'll have to see what the next record brings. I, I mean, we've done seven inches where everything was pretty casual. There's a lot more pressure on this record, so... I'm not sure. I'm sure some of our releases were made during times of peace. Most of them were, but this one was more important to all of us, so it was more stressful. So that being said, I'm not sure. Maybe some of our other records have been peace, more peaceful than this one, but I don't know. I don't really care. You know, I don't really care what what it's going to sound like when things are different. All right, I'm going to play another track. I think that we should play an older track by Creative Adult, so you have a choice. We can either play Deep End, the single off that first record, or one of your choice. What would you like me to play? I want you to play Deep End. I love this song. You can still play it. It's a good song. Perfect, then let's play it.
to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Deep End by a band called Creative Adult off their debut full-length called Psychic Mess. I have Mike from the band here with me, and I'd love you to tell me more about this track. Deep End. This, I think this was the only song off of Psychic Mess that I wrote, and I really like it. It's, a, it's, it's catchier than the other ones. It's a little, it's a little more pop, structure-oriented, kind of got a real sonic youthy vibe, real just like mellow fucker guitar type music. I don't know. It's a good time. I like the lyrics too. The lyrics are really gnarly and personal. I'm not going to speak about you know what they mean, but I really like it a lot. I was doing a bit of research, reading some old interviews done by Creative Adult, and I was reading one where you were talking about how you liked all your friends to send their dick pics to you. Is that something that straight dudes in San Francisco do? Wait, where did you where did you read that? It was on a website called Painful Burning. Oh, that's with Zed. That's Zed's uh, blog. Yeah, that was like the best interview I ever did. Man, how do I how do I articulate this sharply? I love I love the male form. I love it. I'm 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 I identify as straight, but I'm not afraid of adm- admiration of males. I love I love a good dick. I don't even know what the fu- what the context of that was. I don't know what like we were even talking about. I mean, I've definitely seen Zed's dick a million times, and it's really big. He might listen to this. Zed, everyone knows. I don't know. Will I be causing more band strife if I ask you which member of the band has the most interesting penis? The most interesting or the biggest? Well, you said that you find the male form beautiful, so I'm assuming you appreciate not just size, but other stuff truly truly I'm a, I'm a man of aesthetic um you know i've seen everyone's dick a bunch of times except for james and i and and i think so i think i would name james because it's like a mystery you know what i mean introduce james oh, for J- people who don't know james james rogers is our drummer and uh he's uh he hasn't really really shown me uh his gift but i th- it's like one of those things that you d- you don't ever see but you know is like the most beautiful thing of all time. Why is James so shy and withholding? Well, he's he's probably got a a gift that uh, he doesn't want to just give away for free. He's a special gift that he gives to certain people, and I'm not one of them. I have a friend who is a music snob. She knows a lot about music, and she recently listened to your record, the new one, Fear of Life. And here's what she said. She said, another five or six dudes making noisy, artsy post-punk from the Bay Area, singing in English accents. I hate myself for liking it. You know, I can't, I can't say that I'm, I don't understand that point of view. I'm, I'm super sick of hearing this shit as well. You know, I, I know, I, I like totally, I relate. There's a bunch of fucking corny white dudes playing noisy art punk. Like, I mean, but, but that, 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 that being said, like anything can be compartmentalized like that. You know, you could, you could say... Oh yeah, one. This is that, or this is the other thing. So, at this, like one on one end of that, like I totally understand, and it's it's annoying to, have to see the same thing regurgitated over and over. But it's fucking rock and roll music, and everything is regurgitated over and over. So, that's I suppose that would be the defense of it. But it, to be honest, I can relate more than I could defend. Well, how about we play another track by Creative Adult? I've. I'm going to give you a choice. We can either play an older track off the first record, or we can play one of your super long ones from the current record. Uh, play that new shit. What one should I play? Play Connected. And why should I choose that? Because I wrote that shit. Connected. 
to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Connected by a band called Creative Adult off their second full-length record, Fear of Life. I have Michael from the band here with me. I'd love you to tell me more about this song. Connected. I wrote this song in my office when my wife and I were living in Petaluma. I had just gotten uh, a recommendation for the Cannabis Club uh, in San Francisco, or, or in Petaluma at the time. Uh, so I had just gotten a bunch of really great weed, and I was sitting alone in my office smoking smoking weed, and I wrote this crazy eight-minute-long song with, like, eight layers of guitars, and I showed it to the band when we went in to record, uh, like, like, this Converse rubber tracks thing, and we did, like, a demo of it, and we showed it to the label, and they, that's kind of, like, what got us moving on the new record. But, uh, yeah, I, I wrote it on GarageBand, and it was really fun. And it was really cool. I play all the guitars on that song, and that, that's big for me. You know, it made, made me feel really cool to make something like that. I really like that song. I want to know what kind of job you have where you're smoking and sitting in your office writing music. I do graphic design. Art, man. I do art. All right, so this month you guys are doing a tour up and down the West Coast. You get a month off, and then you go to Europe for a month. So close. That's close. We, we, we do a tour of the West Coast, and then we have three days off, and then we go to Australia for two and a half weeks, and then we're home for ten days, and then we go to Europe for a month. Just to, just to be clear. I'm glad you corrected me. Here's what I'll ask then. In those three days that you get at home, what's the thing you're most looking forward to doing? I am most looking forward to hanging out with my partner. She's my best friend. And I, I love chilling with her. She, I'm a very anxious person. I have crazy like anxiety, and and when I'm with her, I'm not. I don't feel that way. I feel at home. Let's hope. But how about something that isn't obvious? You kind of have to say that. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chillax. I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna eat really healthy. You know, I'm gonna counteract this uh, this uh, destruction I've been giving myself for the past couple weeks. You know, just chill out. Recharge. All right, Michael, thank you very much for spending some time with me tonight. I really appreciate it. At the end of the show, I let the guest pick which track off their new record that you would most like the audience to listen to. So let's do I Can Love. Let's do that one. So why did you choose this track for everyone to hear as the last song? I love the lyrics of this song. They're very interesting. They're very vulnerable. I like when people are very vulnerable when they're singing, and Scott was very vulnerable with his lyrics during this part. And I think it's fantastic. Perfect. Thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you for uh, being here and taking an interest.
My name is Mike. I play in a band called Creative Adult, and you are listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. <laughs> 